the seven habits coach strategies based on principles from the seven habits of highly effective people to help you deal with change and uncertainty. I'm Jennifer Colosimo, and you may have noticed as we're on episode six that we have moved through the first three habits. Habit one, be proactive. Habit two, begin with the end in mind. And habit three, put first things first. We call those the private victory. Our ability to choose what we can influence, have purpose and vision for the future, and then that personal management habit that Todd covered with you, asking you to plan weekly, plan daily, put a structure into place to do the most important things. We're now moving into practices that will help you be more effective in relationships. I would say it's more difficult and more rewarding, and we get greater outcomes when one or more of us work together. It's just harder. It's easier to get control of yourself than it is to be working effectively with others in your family and at work, particularly in the face of change and uncertainty. This habit, habit four, is called think win-win. It's the habit of abundance and respect. To put it into practice requires all of the habits of the public victory. Habit four, think win-win. Habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And habit six, synergize, are equivalent to your mindset or the way you see things in thinking win-win. Habit five, the skill of how you put that into practice, what you do, and habit six, the result. A couple of metaphors that are extremely helpful as we move into public victory. First off, the emotional bank account. So imagine an emotional bank account just like your bank account. Deposits build and repair your relationships, and withdrawals break it down. There's two, rule, two rules when you're making deposits. First, they need to be frequent and consistent. Can't just be that you make one deposit. And the person to whom you're making a deposit needs to consider it a deposit, having an authentic human interaction. The whole mindset of win-win is based on the idea of abundance, not the more you get, the less there is for me. That's kind of hard to conceptualize in the face of the great toilet paper wars of 2020, but I've heard some wonderful stories of abundance. I read a, paper, a, a story in the paper about an individual who saw a woman in front of the grocery store, older, elderly woman who was afraid to go in because it was so busy, was worried about getting sick, worried about getting close to people. And the woman said, I'll do your shopping for you. And as she went through the grocery aisles, she realized some of the things on the woman's list were no longer on the shelves. So she approached people and said, I'm shopping for an elderly woman at the front of the store who was scared. Could I take one of those cans of soup or even, yes, some toilet paper? Everyone was completely abundant. I've seen lists of how we can support our healthcare workers, how we can support emergency responders, even things, best hints and tips of if you can afford to, pay service workers that you usually work with that can no longer go to work. Like for example, the person who does your hair or your nails. Great examples of abundance to pay even though we're not getting the service at the time and really making a deposit into those relationships that you have professionally. 
thinking win-win requires you to balance courage and consideration. It's not just giving up and being weak and, you know, someone will take advantage of me. I have to have both the courage to talk about what I'm thinking, my position, explain my behavior, and also really be open to listening to someone else's position and explaining their behavior. It requires a big picture thinking. And it's really possible that the disruption and proximity in your house or the distance at work will create the opportunity for you to think win-win and put the next two habits into practice. An example, we often use a tool called the T-chart. So think of a chart with a line here and a line right here. And on one side is my perspective, and on the other side is another person's perspective. There may be very more, there be more people in that. I'll give you an example of a recent one. We are currently at a stay-at-home city, and we are venturing out as little as possible as directed. And uh, we needed to go to the grocery store. So I asked my husband to buy me some chunky peanut butter. That's all I really wanted on the list was a jar of chunky peanut butter. I wasn't get, trying to get seven jars, one jar. He came home and there was no peanut butter. In this current environment, I, I know now from a self-awareness standpoint, it just meant more to me. That was a real stimulus. How could he not have listened to me? It's all about himself. How are we going to make it in this house for this long, for however many weeks, if he isn't going to buy peanut butter when I ask? That's what was in, that's how I was feeling. You might laugh, taking it a little far, but it's true. Luckily, my husband is very good at thinking win-win because I did start with unpacking and saying, there's no peanut butter. And I could see his face. He used those gifts from Habit One, and he said, uh, Jen, is it okay if I explain? And I said, yeah. I went down the aisle, and there was this person coughing without covering their mouth all over the peanut butter, all over where the chunky peanut butter is. It was crowded. There was coughing. I thought it might be better to go at a different time. I do feel bad. I know that's what you planned on eating for lunch. I'll, I'll go the next time we go. Could you eat this instead? He did what we ask you to do when you're thinking win-win. He thought about me. He thought about the emotion behind it. He talked about his position, explained his behavior, and then listened to me. So my challenge for this week is that you think about the T-chart when you come into an opportunity or a challenge to be thinking win-win in your personal life or at work. And I'll leave you with a quote for jo from George Eliot. What do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? See you next time. If you'd like more resources to apply these concepts, please visit us at franklincovey.com slash seven habits tools.